Welcome to the Bounce Back Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Ryan Shura and Ty Havers. Happy Friday, everybody. It is December 2nd. You're listening to the Bounce Back Sports Podcast. I'm Ryan Shira alongside my co-host, Ty Havers. A lot happening in the world of sports, specifically in college football recently. A big, big rival weekend just happened. And now it's championship weekend here, finally. Bowl games are just around the corner. Holiday season, it's already December. We're getting into Christmas time, holiday season. How are you doing, Ty? I'm doing good, brother. I'm ready to talk college football. Let's let's get into it, man. I mean, that, that rivalry weekend had some great games, some some unexpected results, uh, I might add. So so what do you think? What did you like about last weekend? I liked the the whole week, including Thursday, when Ole Miss got upset by Mississippi State. That was pretty yeah. cool, especially with all the, the Lane Kiffin talks going to Auburn. Now he's He's staying at Ole Miss, so of course the Michigan Ohio State game was crazy. And, crazy. Uh, LSU getting upset by Texas A and M. I'm so mad. I'm so mad <laughs> I didn't take that pick. I, I should have. I we were talking about it, you know, as a trap game basically last week Friday. But what a game in College Station. That that was cool. Pretty much bounced LSU out of the playoff talk. But we'll see. I mean, they they have a big game against Georgia. But just going down the list, I mean, Notre Dame, they lost by 11 points to USC. What do you like about this USC team? Because now they are in the top four. I like this Caleb Williams quarterback, man. He's special. Yeah, Caleb Williams is a legit Heisman contender this year. He he is like uh, he's like Patrick Mahomes. He makes plays just by himself. He's really good at scrambling. But yeah, his he's that whole entire offense for USC. Their defense is it's pretty good too, but the offense for USC just outlasted a uh, Notre Dame towards yeah. and they st- they started out 10 nothing so they got mm-hmm. they got going hot yeah they 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 went off to a fast start and how about your pick south carolina i believe it was what plus 14 and a half yeah spencer two rattler baby spencer That's rattler two. oh my gosh and, that was and, crazy uh, coach beamer over there now i mean that's two solid wins to to end your season and you know they should get their respect they should. They should get a really good bowl game this year, like a like a New Year's six. I think they should yeah. go to a New Year's six. Yeah, but yeah, that sure. that game was nuts. Um, I mean, Oregon State coming back twenty one points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, to, to mess your pickup was crazy. Awful for me, but it was a hell of a game. I mean, that team has no quit. It was at home at Oregon State. You know, you couldn't ask for anything better to close out the season if you're an Oregon State fan, but. Oregon really, really screwed themselves up. They had any shot of getting that playoff bid. And even in New Year's Six. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. TCU looked pretty good. 62-14 to 14 against Iowa State. Georgia, though, Georgia didn't really play too great against Georgia Tech. But other than yeah. that, I mean, we can talk about the game, which was nuts. The Michigan. Oh, yeah, State let's talk game. about it. Let's you want to get into it. that one? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you want to start? You start. Yeah, I mean, I, I took Ohio State. Seven and a half, you know, to cover that seven and a half spread. And I just want to say I have Michigan's respect now. I do. Um, I wasn't really a hardball guy. I, I've never been a hardball guy because he hasn't won the big games. You know, he, he won last year against Ohio State. You could say whatever you want to say about that. But to win two years in a row and to get that Ohio State crowd rattled, silent, it, it was fun to see. And you saw you saw players step up, right? Blake Corum, he had two carries in that game. Then he was sidelined. And who steps up? 
Donovan Edwards. 216 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. I believe his two rushing touchdowns were the longest in, in Michigan history. It was 75 yards, then it was 85 yards. Oh, I did not know that. He's playing with one hand. His other hand was broken. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, he's a local Michigan kid. He went to West Bloomfield here in Metro Detroit. So that was that was really cool to see. And my favorite moment in that in that postgame press conference was when that reporter asked him about, you know, the long run. And he his response was, which one? That, that just that was the best response. And he didn't even Savage. think about it. Savage. Yeah. Absolute savage. It's it's cool to see, you know, the type of momentum they now have going into this college football playoff. They play Purdue. That Big Ten West got decided last Saturday. There was a bunch of scenarios that could have happened. Purdue pulled out and is going to Indy. So we'll see how that goes. But, I mean, this was just a total team effort by Michigan. Looking at the quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, he threw for 263 yards, four total touchdowns. He had three through the air and one rushing touchdown. He also broke a record. He was the first Michigan quarterback to have three passing touchdowns over 45 yards at Ohio State. First time. First time in amazing blue uniform uh, uniform that's happened. Good, good, good things coming out of that Michigan team. And... Let's talk about their defense, too, because they forced two turnovers. What, what did you like on the defensive side of the ball? Mike Sanchez, though. That's it. Oh. That's it. That play at the, uh, I don't know, I don't, it was definitely in the second half. In that but end zone, yeah. When, yeah, when he, he took the ball out of that guy's hands once he had it. Oh, man, that was crazy. That was a huge play. And Michigan, are, Michigan got a fourth down stop in the beginning of the game. That, that Mike Sanchez still play was, I think it was like probably like third and two or third and three, but... To, to make Ohio State kick field goal right there, that was huge, going momentum for them. If you would have told me that Michigan had 10 rushing yards going into halftime, I would have told you that the game's a blowout, Ohio State's going to win. But mm-hmm. it was the big plays, man, the big plays. Yeah, big plays. And and like you said, Mike Sanders still, I think that, I think that was the game changer. I think that play, you know, he, he got beat. But he he stuck with it, and you know I think that showed his teammates, hey, we're we're here to win the game, and I think that's when things changed. I think that's when Michigan got their momentum. Then we saw the long runs by Edwards. So what what a defensive performance, and they won the turnover battle. Time of possession was in Ohio State's favor by three minutes, but all in all, man, I mean that that was a great victory for Michigan. Yeah, that. Changes a lot of momentum going forward in the rivalry. Cause yeah. I mean, like you said last podcast, what was like how state was 17 and three or something in the last 20 seasons. That was nuts. So yeah. it makes yeah, the rivalry a lot better too. When, you know, the other team starts winning. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and Michigan needed to do that because like you said, Ohio state won the last 17 out of the last 20 games in the game. But Wow. You have people in Ohio wanting Ryan's Ryan Day's number now. Like he, some some people want him gone, and, so, and that's unbelievable. Is this his third? This is his third year as a head coach. I'm pretty sure because did he? I'm pretty sure he coached in the COVID year, and they never played Michigan. So I, I'm pretty sure that he's 0 two against Michigan. That's, but that's wild to me. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, Harbaugh's got his number. He, he's got yeah. his number right now. He does. And and you saw a bunch of these recruits at the game. 
who were leaning towards Ohio State now have committed to Michigan. It, it's just craziness that all you know all this happened within hours. You know, Michigan getting these big time recruits all because of that game. So kudos to the Wolverines. They have my respect now. Yeah, Ohio State had fifty recruits at the game. Unbelievable. And and now looking at these, you know, the college football rankings, USC now bumps into fourth. You got TCU at three, Michigan at two, Georgia at one. How the hell is Ohio State still five? Right? I think it's I mean I think it's because the one loss. It's the one loss, but looking at their schedule, they beat Penn State. They beat Notre Dame when they were fifth. That was a fluke ranking to start the season. <laughs> you know, it's I'm I'm just surprised. I'm surprised they're still in fifth, especially because Alabama. There's there's all these teams that that play in the SEC. Or have key wins, they might have three or two losses, but but they have a better resume as far as beating ranked teams. Who would you, who would you thing, pit? Who would you put out of Ohio State? I don't. I'd put Alabama, just because yeah, they're in the SEC. But Penn State, why are they number eight? <laughs> they like I'm looking at their I'm looking at their schedule right now, and they have no ranked wins. Not a single one. In a crappy Big Ten this year, right? It wasn't it wasn't a crazy talented Big Ten. Like whatever division you want to talk about. They lost to Ohio State by 13 points. They lost to Michigan in a blowout at U of M. And the rest of their wins are just against unranked opponents. So why the hell are they number eight? <laughs> Makes no sense. This committee's got to get it together. Yeah, you're you're pretty upset with these college football rankings. Just a little bit. Everything's just so jumbled up this season because you had these teams with two or three losses. But like I said, they're winning bigger games than some of these teams that only have a loss or two. So I don't know. It, it's tough being on that committee. I'm sure it is. But you really gotta you really gotta think about who they played in the season and how they ended up. And I don't know how. Do you think they talk about, you know, what they were ranked at the time or how they finished the season? Yeah, yeah, it definitely has to be, it has to go through, you know, throughout the whole entire season, especially how, you know, how well do they play on the road? But yeah, how State's schedule playing in the Big Ten. I think if, you know, USC loses or maybe TCU loses, they they could maybe bump in. But I don't know. I feel like a lot of, a lot of fans, like if TCU fans would be upset if they lost, in the conference championship game this weekend and got bumped out. Like I would be really upset. If yeah. I was a team oh yeah. Fan. I'd be pissed. And, and it's, it's not their fault. They're going to the championship game, right? They're playing an extra game than ever, anyone else who didn't make their conference championship. So I don't know. Do you fault them for losing a conference championship game? TCU, they're in the big 12. They, you know, the big 12 didn't have as strong as a year, probably as fans would hope, but yeah, it's just, it's just interesting to me. And looking at LSU, they're 14th in this ranking. They have three losses, but they beat Alabama. They beat Ole Miss when they were seven. They did get blown out by Tennessee, and they lost to Texas A&M. But if you beat Georgia, those guys better get a New Year's Six game because I oh, know yeah. they're probably not going to make the playoff. Oh, but yeah. like they've had a great season, and they've beaten these top 10 teams at the time. We'll we'll see, but just looking at these, man, what are you surprised about? Are you surprised at all at this week's rankings? I'm kind of. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that Clemson's still in the top ten, but I I wouldn't rank them in the top ten. So no, yeah, that's some dab I, I love know. right there. Which I mean, he's not having. He hasn't really done anything the last two years, so they still love Clemson. But 
They got a they got a big game against North Carolina this weekend. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, and you know, looking at that Oregon loss to Oregon State, they're now ranked behind Oregon State. They're fifteen and sixteen, and and now Utah. Utah had scenarios that had to play out last Saturday to make the conference championship game. They're coming in at eleven. If they beat USC at four, you know, the fourth ranked team in the nation, they beat them. Beat them again. Beat them yeah, again. Yeah, they already they that that's USC's lone loss is to Utah. So how does that you know if if Utah wins this game, like where do you put them? <laughs> it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for the committee. Yeah, hundred percent. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy, crazy. You want to get into some of the the conference championship games this weekend? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I think you got the first pick. What do you got? All right, first pick for me. So Utah. And USC, we just talked about our mm-hmm. matching up again for the Pac-12 championship. USC is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and I think they got a lot of momentum going after their win oh, against yeah. Notre Dame. Caleb Williams is Heisman contender. USC, Lincoln Riley, they want to get in the playoffs really bad. I'm going to go, yeah, I like USC, minus two-and-a-half. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. USC, they're coming for blood. They're coming for uh, revenge. It's hard to beat a team twice in a row in a season. Yes, it is. It's very hard, especially in college football. I like that pick. My first pick, I'm looking at this Big 12 championship game. TCU's got to win. Now, I don't know if they lose. Kansas State's ranked 10, so that's you got to give them some respect. But TCU, I got them. They're favored by two and a half. They're covering that. They're going to win by a field goal or more. Their offense, their defense, it's just clicking. They're, they haven't lost a game. They're rolling. They're confident. I'm going with the Horn Frogs. I like it. I like it. Can't uh, Adrian Martinez for Kansas State's. He's pretty good this year. But I like. Uh, oh yeah. They already played this year, and Kansas State lost by ten. So I like your okay. pick. That makes sense. TCU. This is their first undefeated season since 2010. If I can remember correctly, I think that's when uh, the Ginger Man. Andy Dalton was QB in that team. So it's been a while. Been a while. I like it. All right. I'm gonna go to the SEC championship. LSU and Georgia. Mm. Look, Georgia's a 17 and a half point favorite. I'm not gonna mess with that because I don't want to touch it. But the over It's gonna and be under, closer than that. I think so. It it could, but I like the over and under uh pick more. The over okay. and under is 51 points. I think it's gonna be I think I think offenses are gonna come alive in this game. Give me uh, mm-hmm. the over fifty one. First yeah. first over under pick of the year for this pod. Yeah, I like it. I really like it. It's inside, so you don't have to worry about the weather. I like that. A lot of points. A lot of points. Yes, sir. All right. Now I'm going to the American Athletic Championship. And guess what? Cincinnati's not in it this year. Crazy. Interesting, right? Uh you have twenty two Central Florida, they're playing number 18 ranked Tulane. Tulane is favored by four points. UCF, they're hot of late. I'm going to take them plus four. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a high-scoring game, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's also inside. I think I think all these are inside, actually. So there's going to be a lot of points scored. Uh, no weather conditions. And in that type of conference, I feel like the offense is... Rule the defenses. Uh, a lot of points. It's 56.5 over under. I'm not going to mess with that, but I'm going to say UCF plus four. Good pick. Good pick. I'll uh, I'll end it with uh, the Big Ten Championship in Lucas mm. Oil Stadium, Indianapolis. 
I like I like the Rapping? over and under here too. Michigan's a 17-point favorite. I look, Purdue's pretty good. I think Purdue is a good Big Ten West team. Like the Big Ten West is putting out more bowl teams this year than the Big Ten East. They got five, the East has four. So Ooh. you could I mean, as much as we trash the Big Ten West all around from top to bottom, yeah. they are better than the the Big Ten East. So I think both offenses again come alive. I like Peyton O'Connell from Purdue. I think mm-hmm. he's he could be a good like late round draft pick for a team. But uh, you saw last week Michigan's offense came alive. And last year when Michigan to the, went to the Big Ten championship, people thought after the Ohio State game it was going to be hard to get the emotions right after such a big win. But then they went out and blew out Iowa. So I think I think Michigan wins here. But I'm taking the over 52 points. All right. Uh, my last pick of the night, I'm going to also go with the over-under here. This is, check that, this is at Bank of America Stadium. So this one is outside. Weather might be difficult to play in. So I'm going to go under for this number nine Clemson versus number 23 North Carolina ACC championship. The over-under is 63 and a half. I will go under. Carolina, they've been slacking past they few have. And Clemson, you know, their offense is electric, but I'm I'm going to play the odds here. I'm going to go under 63 and a half. Nice. I like it. I like those picks. Those are I think those are good picks. Follow our picks um every week. We're going to get some picks out for you guys like we've been doing. I think I have a slight advantage on the leaderboard, but for now, for now. Hey, it's it's a new week. It's a new I'm on week. The come up. Uh you had you had a great week last week. So week. kudos to you that college football picks you had those down. So follow along, comment on our Instagram page. We'll get a graphic up for you today and uh, make your picks. It's going to be a championship weekend for the ages. Let's hope. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So that's looking at the college football championship week going into the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL. I'm trying to get these playoff standings up. And let's look at the AFC first. You got Kansas City, one, Miami Dolphins, two, Titans, three, Ravens, four, Bills, five, Bengals, six. So that's what you're looking at for the AFC. And then over on the NFC, the top six teams, you got the Eagles, obviously, at 10 and one. Vikings are nine and two. Niners are in first place now. They took the spot of the Seahawks. They're at seven and four now. And spot the bucks at five and six are a division leader right now that is an interesting division and then you got the cowboys and the giants so two nfc east teams uh rolling out the the top six there it's coming down to crunch time ty there's there's not a lot of room for error now teams gotta win oh yeah the nf the nfc east man is crazy they got every single team in the nfc east is in the playoff if it were tomorrow including the including the commanders taylor heineke so they're seven and five and they're at the bottom of their their division so which is Mm -hmm. crazy when you look at you know what you're saying tampa bay being five five and six so but we still got a lot to play out we'll see oh yeah there's there's a lot of time left but this is this is where those division games start to matter you know every division game matters but with the playoff implications on the line the different scenarios you got to win within your division now if you want to make the playoffs. Speaking of winning in the division, mm. let's let's just start. I'll just start it off right now. Commanders at the Giants. I think the Giants. So this is Washington is favored two and a half. 
at the Giants. I know the Giants didn't play the best against Dallas on Thanksgiving, but look, I think Danny Dimes and Saquon get it going. I think they find it back. I like their head coach a lot too. Um, and I think they're the players really like playing for him as well. Oh yeah. So yeah, he's a he's a hothead. He yeah, gets, he is. He yeah, he mad, gets man. he gets he's, angry. Yeah. <laughs> His face gets all red. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. He looks like Santa Claus sometimes. I'm going to right down the street, Ford Field. Lions taking on the Jaguars. Both are four and seven. Lions got to win, man. Lions got to win. Jacksonville's only favored by a point. Troy's going to get it done at home. Their crowd, their fans have been great at Ford Field all season long, making some noise. You know, they had a, they had a close game. Last week on Thanksgiving against Buffalo. Easy Lions money line. Let's hope. I like it. It's pretty clear to tell the Lions this year, rather they're, you know, take away their record. They they show up every weekend and compete. Yeah. And it's I think it's getting, it's getting, yeah, it's getting players' attention around the league, too. I mean, I think Dan Campbell, he is the right guy. They play for him. They play for the city. It's it's great to see. It's it's so different than what was going on with Patricia. Totally different. And that guy's a bum. He always will be a bum. I can't stand him. Go Lions, baby. What's I your like second it. pick? I like it. I think the game of the week this this week is Dolphins at the Niners because oh yeah, Dolphins offense against the Niners defense that ranks first in pretty much every single defensive category this year. Look, they're the four and a, they're four point dogs. No, there's no way. Waddle, Tyreek Hill, couple touchdowns. Tua, I like the MVP. It's, I think it's like between him and and Hurts wow. and, maybe, and maybe maybe another guy. I mean, shoot, the Dolphins fans chant MVP. I might as well too. <laughs> yeah, might as well. I like Miami plus four. Okay, Miami plus four. I'm gonna change it up. I know we talked a little bit before the show about our picks, but. I'm going to go to this Steelers-Falcons game because this game has a lot of implications for the Falcons. Tampa Bay, they're in front of this division, but they're under 500. they They're 5-6. and six. Falcons are 5-7. and seven. I would love for the Falcons to win this division, send Tom Brady home to a Giselle-less home, and that's that. I think that's what I'm going to say. I think Pittsburgh favored by a point. Falcons money line. That's a good pick. That, I just... I can't believe that. Like looking at both of like, those what? records and and thinking, yeah. oh yeah, they're playing for a playoff. It's like what? Yeah, and looking at that division, right? Too like historically, you got the Saints and the Bucks. Uh, Bucks, you know, past couple of years since Tom's been there, but they they normally compete. They're normally over five hundred, and then the Saints lose a coach. They lose Drew Brees. It's up in the air, and it might be Atlanta's time to make the playoffs. I like it. I like it. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I'm going to go with the Chargers and the Raiders game. Chargers won last week against the Cardinals. They've played some good teams the last three games. So their two losses against, I think it was the Chiefs. Chiefs game was a three-point loss, and then the San Fran loss was only by a touchdown. So they're going at the Raiders. I don't think the the Raiders are – I mean, you've seen the Raiders. They got Devontae Adams, and then after every loss, Derek Carr comes on to, you know – does his press conference, everybody mm-hmm. feels bad, and then they go and lose again. Look, <laughs> it's true. Uh, Chargers yeah. are only they're only one and a half point favorites. I mean, I'm just going to take the money line on that then. So why yeah, not? Might as well. Yeah, why not? I'm switching it up again. I'm sorry. I'm just eyeing this. I'm I'm eyeing your Eagles. Oh, what do you got to say? They're, they're at home. 
Lincoln Financial Field. They're favored by five and a half. But every year, every year, Tennessee Titans, I feel like, are the least talked about good team in the league. You never hear anything about Tennessee. They're seven and four. They're two games above 500 on the road. I'm taking Tennessee plus five and a half. I think mm. it's going to be a field goal game. Hey, Tennessee might come out with the win and give the Eagles their second loss of the season. But I, I like Tennessee. I like uh, the head coach, Vrabel, uh, over there. It, it's a solid squad, defensively and offensively. So that's going to be my, my upset, I guess, uh, of the week. But, yeah, I like the Titans there. I like it. I like it. I think a good upset, too. Maybe uh, the one and nine Texans at home against the Browns. That could be a potential upset. Yeah, uh, true. I was going to take did, the plus seven for Houston, but no, nah, I can't Deshaun bet on Watson? A, I think he's he, coming he's back. back. Yeah, he's back, right? Yeah. He's going to be Browns, back. I, I don't think people are very happy about it. No, but yeah, those are our NFL picks. Follow us along on uh, Instagram, like we've been talking about, and yeah that's gonna do it for episode four of the podcast thank you for listening follow us subscribe on apple podcast spotify and give us a follow on instagram follow all of our weekly picks thanks everybody see ya